You are tuned in to the Casual Sports Show. The only show that gets you through the fans in all the Arizona sports talk. Son, Booker, for the win. Yes! So we'll be back in the world. So, uh, don't nobody go nowhere. Can't get right. Can't get right. Right here on the hottest internet radio station on the web. Your KSR and Casual Sports Radio. Right Welcome into the Casual Sports Show. It is your host, Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casual E, and the one and only Sean McConnell. What is going on, man? It is a it, This is a victory Thursday for us, right? Because we've got two <laughs> NFC West Thursday. teams beating each other up, and we're we're sitting pretty at 4-0, baby. That's right. And we, we haven't had to do a show with a loss yet, so... I mean, hey. I don't, I don't, I'm not the believer in the knock on wood stuff, but you know, better <laughs> knock, get knock yourself out if you want to knock on it. I reminded JB and Benny Blue yesterday on their show the last time the Cardinals were four and oh, trivia for you because I know you like to do the almanac, right? It was 2012, and guess who was the quarterback? 2012, 2012, mm-hmm. four and oh, wouldn't that be Carson, right? That would be Kevin Sir Cobb. Oh man, that's right. They beat New England on that missed field goal. They went four and zero. Was that the three and zero? That might have been the three and zero. I get. Okay, I, yeah. I didn't look up the record. I just looked up. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's that's, that's right. Yeah, that's that, that goes back though. Way <laughs> that goes back. back. So uh, right now we're, we're we're sitting pretty right now. I mean, hey, can't can't complain where we are uh, as far as what they where this. Thursday night game is going right now. Tell me, tell me when you're in your eyes right now, which one of these teams did you have wanting to win or lose this game? Because, I mean, either one, something good's going to come out of this regardless for the Cardinals. So which one, which one, which worst of, of the two evils did you rather have lose or win this game? Before we played the Rams, I wanted the Seahawks to win because I wanted your best chance usually is to have a very muddy division kind of like that the nfc east was last year where everyone that had a losing record had a shot to make the playoffs right right yeah get it muddy then there's always a chance for something crazy to happen for your benefit but also the opposite could happen once we beat the rams now i'm saying yeah the rams need to win because that makes our win look better that makes the seahawks go further down and then we just have two teams coming out of the the nfc west maybe Mm. so you know, I'm leaning more towards the Rams should win this one, but I, I would be fine with a tie. I won't complain about a tie. <laughs> I did not know you were going to say that. Or a forfeit just, or whatever. I'll like, be fine yeah. with it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I said, this, you probably going to say a tie. I was thinking that, but I said, nah, you might not say <laughs> I it. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I, don't know. I was kind of conflicted with it. I, either either way, to me, you know, it's something good, like I said, is going to come out of it. If both these teams end up too – I mean, three and two, it's still a really close race. Yeah. If Seattle falls back three games from us, then they're in the hole. And then some bad news for them right now. Russ is out of this game right now. 
and the and, fingers and, all and jacked. Geno up. Smith is in here. He's willing and dealing, though. Geno's moving the ball, but I mean, you're talking about Geno Smith going forward. How long are you going to be without rest? Now that could be going deeper in the hole, or I mean, they come yeah. out of this game two and three, they're in trouble. So, and, and but like he just threw a pick. I was just giving him props. Now he just threw a pick. But uh, anyway, good job, good job, bro. Way to go. <laughs> anyway, uh, like you're saying. We, the further back in the hole that they can get, the better, because you know, like you said, Russ will make a run when they get to that, you know, the, down the stretch. So yeah, once they tape that finger back together with duct tape and and gorilla glue the next yeah. week or two, I mean, yeah, yeah. he's just going to start pushing even harder. So wow. So let's hope that we can just keep where we keep up what we're doing. Uh, we got a good uh, matchup, of course, this week. We're going to talk about that 49ers game. Uh, I was on a believe the Cardinals with uh, Javon Adams uh, this week. And we had a lot of discussions about that game coming up, but we'll talk about that. But uh, before we get into all Cardinals, let's take a look around the league real fast at some of just some key games, you know, just some key games that are coming yeah. up. Let's start with the main one I think would be that Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs game. It's probably Ooh. the biggest game of the week. And when you talk about Buffalo and Kansas City, when you look at that Buffalo, you're thinking last year, Buffalo thought they were closing that gap yeah. to the point where they could beat Kansas City last year because they were that fiery offense last year, throwing the rock all mm -hmm. over the place, striking and all kinds of stuff, scoring all over the place. And they thought they can go in and, you know, hey, Kansas City, we ready for y'all. Yeah. Then they lost twice to Kansas City, one of them being in the AFC Championship game. So have they closed that gap to Kansas City? Or is this going to be the type of game we're expecting it to be? I, you know, I on our Pick'em show, I picked KC to win this game. I didn't even think twice about it. And I know it kind of feels weird because KC's sitting at 2-2. Two and two, But, you know, every good team faces adversity and they'll come back from it at some point. Right. Uh, to me, I think the Bills look good. But sometimes they almost look like they've been figured out. And I don't, I don't feel confident in that. So. Right. The Bills have to play better on both sides of the ball. I don't think their defense is playing as good as it should be. Um, they got a bunch of questionable injuries, it looks like, going into this game. So it's going to be weird to see. I think this is kind of KC is going to, you know, puff their chest on this one again. And maybe this is just a, a big brother, little brother thing. Yeah. It it's still be. a good matchup. I just, it might end up being more of a double digit win for KC at this point. The thing about it, though, KC's defense is so suspect right now. Right now, in four games, they're averaging giving up 453 freaking yards to any offense. Doesn't matter who they're yeah. playing against. I know I just dogged the Bills' defense, but I just looked at it. 235 <laughs> is what they're allowing. 235, like, they're giving up okay. only half of what wrong. the Chiefs are giving up. I was even ready for this question, obviously. I did not yeah, look at the numbers. They're, right. they're giving up half of what the Chiefs are giving up, but this is the Man. Chiefs' offense, so you got to you know put that in account that it is the Chiefs, but – Still, I mean, that defense is giving up 400-plus per game, 450-plus. Yeah. That's almost 500 yards. And, and and go back to their schedule. Who, they, who, who have they played? I know they played uh, the Chargers. I know that Chargers can put up 400. Who else put up 400 on them? Baltimore. Baltimore. Philly. Philly. Oh, Cleveland. wow. That's not good, bro. That's not yeah. good if Philly can put up 400 yards. <laughs> It's not good. Yeah. And on the flip side, the Bills, though, they played what? They played Pittsburgh. They lost. They played the Dolphins, Washington, and Houston, which is like the trifecta of garbage. Right. I mean, those aren't good teams. Let's be honest. Correct. 
And they we smoked saw, we Houston saw, 40 to nothing. Right. That's what I was going to say. We saw As them struggle. We saw them struggle coming out of the gate. Now they're starting to get back on that roll again, blowing them out 40 to nothing, which was po- probably supposed to happen anyway. But uh, I don't know. Over man. under on this is 56 and a half. I almost feel like this is going to be over. Really? I might, take, I might take the over, especially with how much the Chiefs are allowing. I might take the over. Right. Bills are putting up 40 a game the last two games, 35 the game before that. I mean, hey, that might be the over. Wow. That's I'm not that's a betting be, man, but do you, do, you, do you think it could end up uh, a shootout? Maybe. I mean, look at these scores. Both teams, they're both scoring in the 30s plus. That's a lot. That's a lot of yeah, points. That is. That is. Man, we'll see. We'll see. But that's going to be the big game. That's in Kansas City, right? Yeah. And okay. that's a uh, 520. PM. Oh, 520 PM. So that's the Sunday night game then. That is. Oh wow. Yep. That's gonna be good. Waiting all day for good. Sunday night. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waiting all day for nothing. Uh, how do you think Patrick Mahomes looks this year? Do you think he still looks like the same Pat Mahomes to you? Just just I don't, just, I don't know if he's second guessing some things or if there's I just I think some... he is kind of a little bit struggling on a little a little bit to me. He doesn't he's, look he's like already, the same, the same, the same uh, playmaker. That, I mean, he's the playmaker, but I'm just saying, as far as that offense, just looks like they're out of sync right now, just a little bit. Yeah, and I don't know if it's him or if it's just the whole team in general. Maybe they're just a little right. sluggish because I mean, that that can happen. I mean, especially because how the Super Bowl ended last year, they they might just be questioning a lot of things. Oh yeah, but yeah, Mahomes is I mean, what the hell that defense is doing. 14 TDs, four four interceptions, 1,200 yards so far in four games. So, I mean, I don't know that he's the problem, but I think the whole offense just needs to figure out what's up. Well, both, those, too. both of those offenses are one thing in common, and this is a Cardinals show. They both are averaging 30 points a game plus 400 yards a game. So that's about where the Cardinals are. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, that Chiefs team just don't look the same to me. I, I mean, but then again, the Chargers always played him like I told y'all. The Chargers always played him like yes. that. Yeah. And so, you know, so this is going to be a pretty good game, I think. I think this is going to be one of those type of games where, you know, I don't know if it's going to be where we got the ball last type of thing, but I'm looking at that disparity between the defense holding in for 230 and the defense of the Chiefs giving up 453. That, that says the stats don't lie. That says something. Yeah, and that you has can't to be just let best. Josh Allen sit back there and pick you apart. So he might put up five, six touchdowns in this game, and but on the other end, they could do the exact same thing. So I don't know. We'll see. And it's in Kansas City. That's going to be a good one to watch. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. The next one I want to look at, we can look at, is we were going to look at this game tonight because we already talked about, you know, the Rams and Seahawks and what's better to go, you know, for losing or winning or whatever. Looks like the Rams are going to win this game. They're up 26-17 with 24 seconds left in the game. Looks like the Rams are going to win. So they're going to be one game behind us still chasing us. But actually, that would be two games behind us, and technically speaking, because we just beat them. So technically speaking, we'd still if they tie with us, we'd still be in the league because we did beat them. But they're going to be on our backs chasing us. It's probably going to be going back and forth between us and them now that Seattle's fallen so far behind. Yeah. I think I think that's what you want to start doing, right? You want to start eliminating people. Start, you know, finding out where this race is going. It's going to be a tight race. Start eliminating people. So Seattle losing tonight was probably the best thing that could happen. Yeah, and unfortunately, though, it'll also be the best thing that can happen for Seattle. 
I mean, Seattle's been waiting for the decline of Seattle for a very long time. True. And now that it's going to happen, they're going to all of a sudden pull some rabbit out of the hat and rebuild in a day next year. And it's going to be like, <laughs> what the? You know, you know how they do it, though, because they've been yeah. waiting for this forever. And once that GM, I, I, his name escapes me, but once they see that they're, okay, we're falling apart, they're just going to snap their fingers and, and fix it. And I, right. I don't like that part at all. Right. I'd much rather them right. be in the, in the cellar for a while marinating on it but they'll they'll turn it around next year that they, they always seem to find a way to fix whatever's wrong when you look at those teams schedule going forward to the next four games just like you did with the cardinals the next four games they play the same teams we're playing almost right i know seattle has steelers saints jaguars coming up the steelers and, the saints and the Jaguars. those are two good games it's, well, i don't know about that steeler game steelers are, are in a tank right now it looks like but yeah they're struggling but that but that, but that saints game could be, you know, another game they can end up losing if Russ is not playing in that game. That's supposed yeah. that's going to probably probably be an offensive, you know, battle back and forth. Jaguars, so they can they fall deeper in the hole. They can fall deeper in the hole. Uh, the Rams, on the other hand, they have cake. Uh, yeah, they got. They probably got a cakewalk. I know. I like look at their Giants, got... Lions, Texans, and oh, then the wow. Titans. So we beat them right at the right time. Yeah. Take it while you can, right? Because you don't know what they're going to look like when we get them again in, yeah. uh, in December. Man. So, so it's then it that then with that schedule, it's vital for us to win this 49er game. It, we have to win this game, yeah, to, to keep in head to keep ahead in this division. We have to win this game because we can't lose two straight. That would give them the division lead back, right? So, you got to keep them chasing you. Yeah, wow, that is a cakewalk they got the next couple unless somebody gets hurt or something. But, nah, they're going to go in there and blast them three teams. Easily. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, let's weird. look at another good matchup. Another good matchup is going to be the Chargers and the Browns. The yeah, Chargers like, and the Browns. I like the Browns in this one. Even with the OBJ slash Mayfield injuries, the question marks, that they're not even really on the injury report. They're just going to be playing through it. Mm. I still take Cleveland in this game. I know that's not really the, the popular matchup predictor right here because it's in at the Chargers, but um, that Cleveland run game is something that you can't mess with. I don't care Man. what your defense is right now. Right. That run game is fierce. And yeah, Mayfield's looked a little sketchy. Um, definitely not on the completion side. He's not putting up a lot of yards or touchdowns, but he's also not throwing a lot of interceptions. So that's a good sign for them. Um, yeah, I, I just see. Well, I mean that defense for Cleveland too—they're really playing well, and that's all because of their front, their their defensive line. Two hundred and seventy-five yards allowed, Dang. only sixty-six rushing yards allowed per right. game. So. They can run the ball and they can stop the run, and that is a formula that travels long and hard and furious. Yeah, so that's true. I take. I kind of, I kind of like the Chargers' offense with with Herbert. Herbert is like he's proven himself to be on the on the level with with anybody else you can name right now. Top quarterback. Yeah, he's he's right on the now. up and up for sure. He is. He has. Dude, can you take yourself back? to that game we were at when he was in the Ducks uniform playing ASU. And we were like, that's the guy they talk about going to be the number one pick? Yeah, yeah. And then you look at where he is now, you're like, this kid is amazing. I mean, he is, he's not blinking an eye on any defense he's playing against. Shout out he's, to money-making Mitch for uh, yeah, you know, selling us all on it, Herbert. Yeah, Mitch said time. it. He sure did. He said it. He was going to be good, and he, he was right. 
but he's got seven touchdowns right now and zero turnovers in the last two weeks. And 116.3 quarterback rating. He is dealing with that ball yep. out there. So I, I don't know. Mayfield and them are pretty – the defense, like you said, is playing well. So we're going to see what happens when they play a good defense that can stop all of that and get pressure on him. Has, he, has anybody gotten a lot of pressure on him in these last few games is going to be the key too because he seems to stand in there with the pressure too. Yeah. I, I mean, the Raiders got after him a little bit. And he, he was getting that ball out of there and getting it to the right guys. So, I mean, he knows what he's doing. But on the other flip side for for, for, for uh, Cleveland, Mayfield has been what's holding them back. Might be, Think yeah. about it. Think about it. That offense is set to just explode, and he's holding them back. I mean, there were two plays that he could have had explosive plays to OBJ, and he missed them. He missed on both of them. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> they, if have they didn't have the run, they have nothing. Exactly. Dynamic running game. Both those running backs, respectively, are in the 300-plus yards right now. Uh, 362 for Nick Chubb and, and Kareem is 355. That That's unheard of. Both them backs are yeah. the top five running backs right now with yardage. So that's your main key coming here to stop is that running game. But Baker should be able to play off that running game so easily and get so many deep plays. And he's, he's, he's missing on all the – deep balls that could just put a team away early and he's missing yeah. a big time so, they're saying there's a torn labrum i think on his yeah, left torn labrum on the on the, on the non-throwing hand yeah so i don't know i mean depending on how he does his his motion maybe it still hurts but it shouldn't affect the throw that much i mean i'm speaking from zero experience obviously but i mean you would but think that now. he could still be accurate that's with it. that's after the fact he was struggling before that injury i, mean, <laughs> I was watching yeah. i watched a few of his games the first two games were Ah, uh, that was cool. They won the game, he, but he didn't do nothing spectacular. But in those last two games, he has been horrific in in in, in accuracy and and knowing where his guys are. It just yeah. looks like he doesn't know what the offense is, and he's supposed to be all by now running it, you know, like clockwork. So I don't know. Maybe he's not where he thinks he's supposed to be, or he's going to be that guy. I don't know. Cleveland might be thinking he's not that guy, but. You can tell that offense is ready to explode. I mean, look at those receivers and everybody around that offense. That that running game alone should be telling you they're going to yeah. kill some teams. So maybe Baker will catch up and get on point, and they'll start rolling. But if he doesn't, who's in the, who do they have? <laughs> right, because if, 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 if Baker can't get it right, teams are just going to put nine men in the box exactly. and just send two deep exactly. and just figure it out. Exactly. So. Exactly. That's so, rough. What other games do you see on there? Those are the three I've seen that are pretty, you know, everything else looked like it was kind of like iffy-ish. Yeah, of a lot of iffy-ish. Um, you know, I, I didn't pick the Eagles to upset the Panthers, but I kind of like them too because I the Panthers, their defense is great. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't, I don't believe in that offense at all. I think they're right. the only reason that they're winning games is because the defense is just like basically putting them on the one-yard line saying, just punch it in for us. We, we got you this far. Right. So, they're, I can't they're, even they're, call that an upset. That's just two match, evenly matched teams going at it. Well, with the way the record is, Eagles being one and three and Panthers ah, being three and okay. one, technically, yeah. yeah, I would say it is one. But yeah, 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 other than that, a lot of the games are pretty, uh, pretty cut and dry. I mean, there's going to be the garbage game of the week that I always love to make fun of, and you can decide <laughs> whether you you tell me which one's worse: Jets versus Falcons, one and three versus one and three, Ooh. or or Benny Blues Lions at the Vikings, who are one and three. That that are close in every game. These poor Vikings. 
and just can't yeah. seem to find they a way to do they finally, The Vikings are finally getting a break. Maybe not, because in that division, anything can happen. But And the True. Lions have been playing pretty tough, some teams pretty close. I mean, they who did they almost no, just beat? Goose, though. Lions they almost beat goose. a good team last week. Who was that? Was that the – I forgot who it was they played. They, they just all, lost to the Bears by 10. And they almost beat that – they almost were they were in that game and could have won it, but then they you know at the end end up losing. Ravens, but, they lost by two. Right. And the Ravens, they almost yeah, they could have beat so they're in the games. But I don't know. Yeah, that's that's those are two garbage games, especially the Falcons Jets. So that's that's gotta be the bet that worst one. The, Even the though the Jets got their first that win. They got their Ryan first win Jets. last week, the Jets did. <laughs> I don't know how the hell they beat the Titans. I don't know. I, I, I got to go back and watch that game and see how that went down because I don't know yeah. how they beat them. Uh, something had to have happened. Something, something. you know, uh, who, who on the radio call? Wolf always calls it Crazy Carl showed up and started letting crazy <laughs> stuff happen. And he started getting, you know, a, a, a crazy fumble here and a return here or something. I got to watch that game and see how that went down because I can't, I can't in my head imagine Wilson orchestrating an offense up and down the field to beat another team right now. I, I, the way I've seen him the first couple of games, I can't see that dude doing that. What yeah, was his stat line that, in that game? What was his stat line? In that Wilson's game? was he was twenty one for thirty four, two ninety seven, two touchdowns and an interception. That's not bad. It, it pretty much rivaled Tannehill's. Um, what's crazy to me is that the Titans got it to overtime in like this crazy way, right? Right. And then Jets didn't panic; they just marched down the field, twenty two yard field goal. You know, that's it. And then a the guy over. missed the field goal at the end to tie it in over to, to get a chance in overtime and they lost. Which which if I'm Tennessee, because the, the clock was near dead at the right. time that they go for that field goal, you're just settling for a tie. Like I, in basically, Tennessee, you Tennessee, you better be freaking out. Go for it. Right. Just take the L. Don't take the tie to the Jets. That's almost sadder than the L. <laughs> Go take the W. You're isn't, the that, isn't that isn't that Mike Rabel for you know? I mean, he's gonna oh. do that 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 conservative, and he's got that conservative quarterback. Of course, they're gonna be conservative and not want to do. That's fine. That's fine. But Derrick Henry, 157 yards in that game. He has give, been on fire since the Cardinal game. Give the killer the ball. That's yeah, what he give him the rock. Yeah, you want to give him run. one play in overtime just to try and win it? He will throw everyone into the stands. He'll throw his own uh, teammate into the stands. And you didn't go for it? Man, Come that's on. that line, though, for Wilson. That's not too bad. for. I mean, now, no? now, here's the thing. The Cardinals beat the Titans up just like that. And then you got Wilson got a good stat line. Is that saying more about how bad that defense is? Or is it saying that they just – or the teams that they – those quarterbacks are just that, that good? Because we know Kyler is Kyler. But Wilson? Wow, you let him come in with a stat line like that on you? That's telling me that that Titan defense is a little mushy. It's a little <laughs> mushy, yeah. Game. And I know that was something that uh, we didn't, I don't think, realize last year where, where uh, you know, Mitch was saying, that's his team, right? He was saying that defense is nothing like it was the year prior. He did say that, too, yeah. He knows and his he, team. He, he was on the team. money with that. We were right like, ah, money. that's still a good team. But, yeah, yeah when, you, when you pull out that defense like that, the offense can't get rolling. That that's a bad blueprint, and so that's what's crazy. Is the Jets won with 16 first downs. The Titans had 30. Wow! Like that stuff isn't supposed to turnovers. Happen. There had to be some turnovers. Something had to be something crazy. Only had one to go down in that game. Only one turnover, and it was an interception by Wilson. Wow! 
The Jets had 66 rushing yards. The <laughs> Titans are struggling. The more I look at these stats, the more insane this game becomes to me because, like, yeah, everything the more says I'm, hearing, this I'm like, Titans is that what happened? So now this kid's finally on what? He's starting to look like everybody had predicted him to be? Because when I saw the first three, we was like, no way this kid is what everybody predicted. No way. No way. But, I mean, yeah, that's that's I mean, a pretty damn good stat line right there. You got to give it to him. Or you got to look and say, Titans, man, y'all suck right now. <laughs> yeah, because these, these stats don't make sense. The, the weird one that stands out weird on the other side is that the Jets, 8.3 yards per pass. The Titans, 4.5. Like you were saying to that whole conservative mindset on offense the titans passing 4.5 yards you need 10 but right, right. we all y'all know that right with the jets are doing 8.3 wow. first completion you're already set up for success here there was well there is this though so <laughs> there you go here's the number the titans were sacked seven times for 45 yards whoa okay there so is. the jets defense is doing the trick and setting up the short field for the rookie quarterback probably Yep. Ah, they didn't need as many first downs because they're sitting at first and goal. Apparently, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. I bet you when we go back and watch, that's exactly how that game probably played out. (laughs) That's exactly how it probably played out. Seven sacks. That's right. Tannehill was on his back the whole game. That's the whole problem there. Damn. All right. Well, when we come back, we're gonna talk about our Cardinals and where we are right now standing on top of the NFL and of course our NFC West and are the 49ers a formidable foe to stop our offense and hold us under our average 35 and 400 yards per game can they do it we'll talk about that when we come back very again you listen to the casual sports show right here on KSRN Earl Burnett Sean McConnell sticking around we'll be right back Welcome back into the casual house right here on the hottest internet radio station on the web, ksrnaz.com. Go to the website, check us out, subscribe if you have not subscribed. Also subscribe to our YouTube page, 
K-A-Z-U-A-L with a Z at the end of the word sport, sports on all of our social media outlets and our YouTube page as well. You can subscribe there as well. There you get all of our shows from the network, the Neutral Zone, Casual Sports Show, even the Believe in the Suns podcast is all right there for you, right there in one spot on the uh, YouTube page, Casual Sports YouTube page. All right, man. Uh, I was going to rejoin. I was gonna do the rejoin with with, uh, with Fitz, but uh, he hasn't been around. So, <laughs> I mean, question for you, real quick, before we get into the Cardinals, and it was a yeah, good question that question. that Paul Richardson uh, gave me when I was on his show a couple of weeks ago. You see the Cardinals' offense doing what it's doing right now, and you're Fitz, and you're going, "Oh, can I can can, can I get in now? <laughs> what do you do as the team?" Where you are now, and you look at Fitz and tell me as a GM and as a teammate or wherever it may be, what do you tell Fitz right now if he says, I want in right now? Look, man, you're playing with my childhood right now. <laughs> you give the man whatever he wants. I don't care. That's, come on. At some point, you got to make the business look, decision, man. Darrell Daniels is out this game. We can use a tight end. Larry Fitzgerald, put on the 85 and let's go. <laughs> I don't care. Put him in. I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. But don't you think that over the years, that has been the detriment of the Cardinals being too loyal to that one dude? I mean, now I'm trusting. I'm not going to be that guy that's saying, you know, that's the right thing. I'm just saying. No, I I don't think so. No? Okay. No, because it's not like he was gouging them for cash left and right. I mean, he true. still put up numbers, and then all of a sudden, he just didn't get the ball thrown his way last That's year. That's true. That's true. That wasn't so his I guess fault. We, I guess we're only talking about currently, right now, the way things went down in the offseason, the way he kind of just faded away. He didn't really tell anybody anything was going on, and the next thing yeah. you know, he ends up on a radio show, yeah. and now now it's, hey, the Cardinals are 4-0. and Hey, I'm getting the itch. Can I, can I come back and play? And, now, and, and I would say, Fitz, love you, man, but no. Unless you're going to come back and coach up the receivers with Sean Jefferson. He can do that, but he still needs to be wearing a jersey and he still needs to be in on third down. <laughs> That's fine with me. I think I think this is more now Kyler's team. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if Kyler would want him to come back. That's kind of what it seemed like last year when yeah, he wasn't passing to him. It seems like that, doesn't it? That would be tough. I, I kind of hope that happens, actually, because I want to see what they would do in that aspect, knowing that this is all about winning. This is all about not breaking up the chemistry that you have right now with the team. That that receiver room right now is balling. It just doesn't just seem to honest. me. It doesn't seem to me like Larry's the guy to kind of break up team chemistry. I don't think he's ever been that guy. Break up team chemistry. I mean, break up team chemistry. Not from a standpoint of coming in saying throw me the ball. No, he would never be that. But yeah. it's 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 more so taking another guy off the field that is doing what they're doing right now. Look, third and short, you're going to try and fake the run, but you have two tight ends and a Larry. I'm okay. just saying, now you, you can't become predictable. That. Now you become predictable. Everybody, the defense when Larry comes, in, we know they're throwing at him on third down. All right, then put him in every other first down and say, <laughs> throw him off. There's ways to throw people off. Come on, like I said, Darrell Daniels is out, so he's the second tight end. I mean, it look at this. I, I'm not like I said. I'm not trying to be the, the the guy to kill Larry. All I'm saying is, you're killing you my got, childhood. You got Kyler Murray 
distributing the ball right now to the point where A.J. Green has 248 yards, Christian Kirk 244, DeAndre Hopkins 225. Yeah, it's pretty even. Rondell Moore 211. Now, come on now. Fitz is not going to catch up with those guys and what he would do on the field because Kyler is spreading it around, yes. But you put Fitz in there, that means you got to either take Rondell off the field or take Kirk off the field. And you don't want to do that. That's, you're going to break up what you got going right now. So right. if I'm if I'm the GM, Fitz, I love you, bro, but you can get some insight to these wide receivers. Come on and coach on the side and do some coaching for the receivers. But as far as playing for us right now, man, we 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 good, man. I'm sorry, we good. I mean, but how hard would that be? That would be really hard for Kyle, I'm sure. Because all offseason he's been saying if he wants to come back, there's a spot for him. He's been saying that. So I don't know. It would, man. It would be very depressing to be Steve Kime and have to make that phone call. It'd be extremely, extremely would, depressing. Now, because now, we all know that's going to come out eventually. Exactly. And exactly. you're going to have to move. You're going to have to right. pick a new home, pick a new exactly. state, maybe flee the country, Steve Kime, if that's you. And you make that call and you tell Larry, <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Now, if an injury takes place, God forbid, an injury takes place, of course, in the receiver room. Now you go ahead and dial the phone up. Hey, Larry, we need you, man. Come on back. So now he'll be like, like, hell yeah, I'll come back. Because we already, what, we 4-0 or we, wherever we be, we be, we'll be a good team or whatever. We got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Heck yeah, I'm coming back. So why not just do that now? And you, you can't just do it him. now. The way things went down, you can't listen, do it now. Listen, listen. You just sit him out a couple weeks. Because he's getting into conditioning form. Okay. Until I, I basically an insurance policy. Who's sitting right now that's not doing much? That's in that room that we Who's thought was going to be gone by, by week one. Who is it? Who's Andy sitting Isabella. right now in that? Oh, yeah. Andy's sitting there chilling. Yeah. I'm sorry, but dude, like, move. Go pick up your <laughs> locker and move. Get out okay, of here. But can, you, can you really, really say? That you're gonna watch Larry on the sidelines on a game. I mean, really. Look, three weeks to get conditioning prep, everyone would believe that. Okay. Oh, he's just I not game ready yet. I guess, I, could, I guess I could go with that. That would be an easy all of a way to kind of ease him. Yeah, a way to kind of ease him in there, kind of, you know, to get him in there, to fit him in there, you know, subtly, like 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 without disrupting everything. Yeah. I mean, I'd be all right. I'll be all right either way because I mean, I would love to see Fitz come back and play and finish his career out with a chance to try to get a ring. I would love to see that. But what do you think the fan base is going to think? Oh, now you wait till we win and to want to come back. It didn't come back when it was time when you thought we would. You didn't know where we were going to be at. You see that man run down the field, dreads flying in the air. He's screaming and pumping his chest. No one's going to think twice. You're right. No one's going to think twice. Oh, this you're is gonna have some naysayers. Trust me, you're gonna have this some naysayers. This is his city. This is his state. We're talking about here. He owns this state. Yeah, that's true. I just thought I'd throw that at you because that was kind of a good question that Paul threw at me, and I was like, "Man, I mean," and that was when the Cardinals were two and zero. Yeah. But now four and zero. I'm like, "Oh heck no!" Sorry, Fitz, man. You better keep on watching on the TV with the rest of us. <laughs> nope i'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from it. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that's a totally different ball game with you know the Patrick Peterson thing. That's a totally different ball game when you're talking fits. You got to go ahead and just bow down to the respect of that dude and give him what he want, I guess. Yeah. But let's let's, let's go hear. into the Cardinals now. I mean, um, where do you see in this 49er game? Because we're going into a game, of course, trying to be five and zero for the first time since 1974. Oof. 
And also, I think, I don't know if this stat is correct, but I think that if we if we win this game and go 5-0 and with 30-plus points and another 400-plus, we'd be the only team to do that five weeks in a row. Yeah, but that's not their focus. I, I mean, know that's not take, their focus, but they just end up doing that point. somehow. They just end up with that 400 yards, you know, per yeah. all, I mean, for offense, and then they score in 30 plus. And 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 it's easy. It doesn't look easy, but it, to me, it seems easy enough to go score a touchdown per quarter and a field goal. That's 31. So I mean, can the 49ers stop us from scoring 30 points in this game? Is basically what I'm saying. They're allowing 25.5, so I'm saying there's a chance. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the wrinkle, as as Todd says, is the quarterback, right? Because that's usually what always happens with us when we play the Niners, it seems like. Ever since Jimmy G's been the guy, he's right. always missed a game against us, it feels like. And he might that's miss true. Wrinkle. That's so it's always true. Been Jimmy G got, one time and someone else. I want to check that. That is absolutely every time like we've every played time. he's not playing. And so there's not much film on Trey Lance. I mean, of course, you got to go to college film. So now they're preparing. I always hate it because we always have to prepare for Jimmy G and his running backup. I hate that. I can't stand it. And sometimes that bites us in the butt. So to me, the concern isn't necessarily are we going to put up enough points? Are we scared of the defense? Nothing like that. It's just, is Trey Lance playing? Because I just don't know what to expect. We can either expose the kid or he could expose us. That's how it's going to go one of two ways. It's not going to be evenly matched. It's going to be either he's exposing us and we didn't have an answer for it, or we expose him and pick him off like it's crazy time. Yeah, you got you got to confuse this quarterback first of all. You got to force him to throw the ball. Yeah. If 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 and you know Kyle Shanahan is going to dissect the problems we're having stopping the run yeah. early. He's going to dissect it to the T. He's not going to – everything that we are doing wrong, he's going to exploit it. So you got to take that away first. That's the obvious thing, the run. And and if you can force that rookie to start throwing against some complex defenses, expect picks in this game. There's no way that rookie going to come in here and just, just do that on, the, on, on, on this defense the way they're playing right now. Now, Here's last now. year's defense and years before, of course – those rookie quarterbacks have come in with vanilla stuff and beat us with vanilla stuff. But we're talking yeah. about this defense with the ball hawkers and the, and the, and the linebackers and JJ and the whole team is playing at, at a level right now. I can't see a rookie quarterback coming there dealing against us, throwing the ball all, all over the yard. And here's how there's a one play from last year. That's what you build off of Seattle at home late. You show blitz. Isaiah drops back. You you dial up the random blitzes, the, the all fakes, day long, all of it, all because you long. stuff the box. Even if you look like you're stuffing the box, they might yep. audible out. Absolutely, and you all back. day long. You got to do that all day long. Show them different looks all day long. And and if you stop in the run, and he has to throw the ball, there's no way they can score thirty points in this game and keep up with us. No way. So the only look for his first his first his uh, first option. read, his first yeah. read, and you got to also look at Kyle Shanahan. He's going to just do little trick things to get that screen going little trick things to give him a little dump ball where he doesn't have to really throw the ball downfield so if, we, yeah. if we're covering the screens well in this game oh man we, we, we i think we're gonna kill this team i really do i think we're gonna light them up because it's like i mean the the evidence does not lie somehow this team is going to end up with 30 plus points and 400 yards in this game somehow 
and they've done it in different ways. In game one, it was the air attack. In game two, it was kind of like a little bo- a little of both. Game three, it was half and half at 400. Yeah. And last week, the Rams was half and half. They had 200 yards rushing on the Rams. So it's like, you don't know how they're going to do this, but at some point, we're going to have 30-plus points in this game. So can the 49ers score that with a rookie quarterback? I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But, we definitely have to bring the pressure. Into a, they can turn it into a slugfest, though. True. And run, run, run. If we're not, if we're still having issues being in the right gap at the right time, attacking the right gap and not missing the running back. And he hitting us with that nine yard gash like Henderson did in the first quarter, but 54 yards on nine mm-hmm. yards of pop. If that happens, oh, it's going to be a long day for our defense. So, yeah. but they've been, they seem to be able to bend, but don't break and figure it out on the go. So we'll see. But, um, Kyler Murray in this game, I mean, who is Joy? Joy Joy Bosa's out there, right? Nick Bosa. Yeah, he, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. He's playing. He back now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. should so be. They got a pretty good defense, and you got Fred Warner in that in, in that in that linebacking core. They, they're not a they're not a cakewalk defense, but so the Rams were neat wasn't either, and we kind of figured them out and just start dissecting them. So at some point, Vance is figuring things out on that defensive end. Yeah, if you can hold Aaron Donald to only three pressures and nothing else, I'm man. That, yeah, that's more, that's more power to you. And you got to give props to, to our man uh, Rodney Rodney uh, Hudson on that. That dude was balling last week, <laughs> and nobody said a word. That no, how that was getting stopped. He was handling Donald in that middle. I'm telling you, he was handling him. So, man, props to that. Uh, coming and making that move because he has been the difference in that offensive line. They are been. They have been. The biggest surprise of all the things that have been surprised this year has been the offensive I would, line. I would like the tackles to be a little bit quicker, but you know, it's, it's that's just the name of the game. Sometimes you're going to give up one, but yeah, Rodney has been a huge addition, absolutely monumental. Is addition. there enough tape out there from Trey Lance? Though, remember, he didn't play much. I didn't see much of him in college either. No, there's. I wouldn't say there's a lot. It's definitely not a lot that you can translate it to, at least as far as the uh, the NDSU stuff. But he, they had played him a little bit in these Niner games, in these four games. He's played situationally, so right. they the can only just thing is the that he's. A, we know for sure that we're going to watch him be a runner in this game for sure. And and we talk about design runner. He's not going to go back and read and can't read and then run around because he can't find a. You know, he might do that every once in a while. But we talk about. With Kyle Shanahan, it's going to be design runs for this kid. So we got to yeah. be ready for that. And I'm pretty sure our defense could be up for the task because they, they they challenge Callum Murray every day in practice. <laughs> you know, they yeah, chase yeah. him around every day in practice, I'm sure. So I just don't see that offense with that rookie quarterback putting up 30 points. I just can't see it. Now, if it happens, hey, I'll be the one first person to tell you, hey, my bad. Hey, they did it on us. I can see him throwing us the ball twice in this game. I can see, you know, I can see very minimal yards passing in this game. It's going to be a lot of trick plays and a lot of dink and dunk and a lot of screens. Watch. They will be targeting Kittle heavily, though he is questionable for this game. Yeah. Can Kyler Murray show up consistently? I mean, he he can he can Kyler can show up and just be mediocre Kyler and win this game. Yeah, but he can't. He can't come in and be bad, Kyler. We haven't seen bad Kyler yet this year. So 
I think he's learning his offense to the point where it's it's become automatic to him now. So I don't see him coming in here struggling. I mean, he was supposed to struggle last week. Yeah, to me, he struggling all last week. He he kind of, and I don't know if it's just him or the team in general, just has a tendency to sometimes play to the competition. Right. With the Vikings game and the Jags game in the first half, they figure it out at halftime. I don't know if they're getting their butts shoot out or what, but. I, you can't have that. Just like Todd saying, you can't have soft Kyler show up early. You have to have him just be, this is a divisional game and I'm going for blood. Right, right. Because if you don't, yeah, they, they teams can sense that. Okay, you guys are kind of just going through the motions. Well, we're he's here to play. He's done a pretty good job at knowing, you know, not running just to be running. He's, he's kind of right. been able to kind of know when it's important to run and when it's not. He yeah. wants to stand back in there and throw the ball at you. He wants to throw from the pocket, which is good yeah. to me. I, I mean, I'm good with that. But he's also a threat still, and he knows mm-hmm. when to run now. And so that that's dangerous. You don't know when he's going to take off and when he's not going to take off. You don't have no, no clue if you run up on him. You know, you're leaving somebody behind him that you don't see wide open. <laughs> wide open. Right. Linebackers right. do that all the time. Running back, sneak in behind him. Next thing you know, it's a wide open pretty much almost a screenplay going down the field. So who knows? Kyler Kyler has been on point, though. I got to give him that. He has been pretty much like like orchestrating his offense to a T. I, I don't think he's pressing to try to make big plays. I think he's just taking what the defense give him. When I yeah. saw him on tape last week, man, I must have jumped out my seat. Watching him on tape. Remember my, when I came in, when he came in as our quarterback the first two years, my complaint was, he, can he stand in that pocket and step up and throw the ball with pressure coming in his face? Yeah. He did that four times in that Ram game. Of all teams to do that against, he stepped up in the pocket with Aaron Donald and around him. He wasn't even paying attention to that rush and yeah. made four critical passes in that game that made me go, this dude's playing quarterback now, so look out. Look out. And he's, he's not afraid to get a sack either. He's Sometimes not, it just happens. Yeah. He's – he even said it himself. He, he was worried about Aaron, a guy like Aaron Donald last year. He was always looking around like, "Where that dude at?" He, this time, he just stepped up. Like I don't care who was there. No, he, he wasn't looking like this there. though. Yeah, he trusted. He was, he was looking like this. <laughs> he, he wasn't looking him. down. He trusted in that offensive line. Now you can tell he's a lot more comfortable with his offensive line. Another thing that's I don't know if this is important or not. You tell me if it is to you or not. We got to remember the 49ers are comfortable in our house. They played a whole month in our stadium with as their home games ending last year's season. Remember? Yeah. I yeah. Remember. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> so you know what we they, needed? We needed customer first solutions when they got kicked it back out of there to take over the place and take care of it. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying that's good. That's a free plug right there. Uh, that's you can plug use that for the for sponsor. I know they love that. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but yeah, they, they man, they they were they. This is their second home, so I don't know if that got anything to do with this game. But I mean, damn, they they they're used to. They know where our couches are. They know, how, you know, they know where. The, <laughs> they know where they know we where keep the, the extra snacks. Yeah, <laughs> the good ones too, not like the. <laughs> The Kroger brand. We, Are the they good... sitting in the day recliners? They're supposed to be sitting in and everything. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but we know they're going to run the ball in this game now. Here's another weapon that the 49ers have had over the last few weeks with Jimmy G because Jimmy G can't get the ball out. Debo Samuel has been a freaking beast. Yeah. On yards after the catch. See, that's the key. 
yards after the catch. This secondary tackles very well. Very quickly. The Cardinals, they don't they don't waste time getting a dude down on the ground. And remember that was always our problem before back in the last few years. Soft tacklers always missing tackles and barely coming up, not making a tackle. These dudes Trotting come up. up and thump you. Yeah. And get you on the ground. Especially that Jalen Thompson. That dude comes flying in. And just grabs ankles like he do like a rodeo. Like you got a, a rope and tie your ankles up and boom. Last week he got like three straight penalties. He didn't care. He's just, I'm going to do it again. Okay. I'm going to keep going. back on the next one. Hitting whoever's whoever running yeah. with the rock in the hand, I'm hitting him. Yeah. So, yeah, he's balling right now. So I think this defense is getting better and better and better as the days go on. I mean, the weeks <laughs> go on. Question for you. Yeah. Zayvon Collins. Four, four snaps in that game. Is that a sign of we're just playing this particular team because they do this particular thing on offense? Or is that a sign of Jordan Hicks is playing out his freaking mind right now? We cannot take him off the field. Is he more experienced? And you got to sit and watch the young rook. Yeah, I think you need – I mean, it's a little bit of both. I think Zavin just has to kind of get acclimated to the game. It happened to Isaiah. There's just not – a seamless transition for a lot of college guys into the NFL, no matter what school you're coming from. So, you know, it just takes some time. And with us not being able to deal Hicks was a blessing in disguise, obviously, because Hicks is playing really well. Isaiah and them are playing off each other really well. So Isaiah gets to take more coverage, and and thankfully Hicks does not. Um, So that helps. Um, It's just kind of a little bit of both. He, He has to kind of learn the game, and hopefully they're, you know, making him a sponge in this aspect so that he can pick up as much as he can because you want that athleticism on the field. Correct. Um, you know, time's going to tell if that, you can do it. You but. want that athleticism on the field, but you also want him to have the the, the know-how and the know yeah. what he's doing behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and like and like Todd is saying here on the, on the comments here, which is perfectly 100% right, he has to be a rookie and take his licks and sit and watch. Yeah, I mean, what rookie do you know was supposed to come in and play that position, quarterback in the defense, and just get thrown in there and say he's supposed to quarterback this defense? That doesn't happen often. That that is unheard of. And for unless you're a rebuilding team, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. That's the only time it's supposed to happen. Is you just throw all new rookies out there, and we're gonna be like Jacksonville. If he was on Jacksonville, you throw him out there, let the let the mistakes bang him upside his head all day long. But (laughs) but yeah, for Kime and them to tell Hicks what they told him in the beginning of this season. Boy, to see him come out there and shut them up feels good to me. I'm like, man, I love that. I'm so glad he did how he's playing right now and quarterbacking this defense. Now, he's not perfect. He's making some his same Hicks type of moves where he, you know, a tackle slipped by him here and there and he's in the wrong spot maybe every once in a while. But he's quarterbacking this defense to the point where they're not getting exposed that that bad. Right. And so – Man, you can't take a vet off the field and just say, rookie, move vet, rookie coming. The vet knows more than that rookie does. And that yeah. just seems stupid to me. Just tell a rookie you're going to be the starting Mike linebacker. I mean, I mean, after yeah, the that fact, was a mistake. Yeah, that was a big it, mistake. It was a big mistake to do that. But I'm glad he went out there and just showed him up. Like, yeah, Hicks, <laughs> shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Uh, but yeah. Um, Let's see what else we got on that game. I mean, we've already talked about the receiver room and how Court K- Kyler's distributing. Let's let's do some let's do some some uh uh what do we call it? We call it 
over and under or yes or no in okay. this, in this, in this, going into this this game because uh I want to keep these down because I want to I don't I forgot we did it last time but we didn't mark we marked them down but we didn't go back and look see what actually happened in those games mm. but the first thing I want to look at is uh the 49ers uh over and under will they have a run in this game over 19 or under 19 Wait, will they get a run 19 yards or more like on one 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 run a 19 yard gain or more in this game over over you really think so yeah Somebody's gonna bust out of there for more than 19 we've us? been starting slow on the run defense so yeah maybe early. Say, yeah. you're right it could go early yeah that's true that's true i didn't think about that early in the game yes maybe early in the game but not yeah hopefully not, not, not late throughout the game yeah Cardinals forcing two turnovers in this game over or under. <sighs> Rookie quarterback. I'm going to say over. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that too. I think it's going to be at least two. Byron, Byron's worth at least two. So <laughs> That dude is worth at least two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with that too, yes. Uh, how many pass attempts Trey Lance will have in this game? 18 over or under. Well, the, I'm thinking they'll be trailing, so I'm going to say over. You don't think they're going to really sit back and let that kid throw the ball more than 18 times in this game? If, if you're losing and you run the ball, you don't win. That's you have true. to pass That's to try true. and catch up. That's true. I'm going to say over. So then that means that pick thing going to go up too, dude, from two to three to four. <laughs> yeah, that just justified my second one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's go with Cardinals run game. Will they get 120 plus or under 120? Hmm. The two-headed monster. If I go with my same logic from before and we're up, then we run the ball. So, yes, over. Over? 120 yards? Okay. How about this? Kyler Murray, rushing yards, 39 over or under? 39. Under. He's not going to need to. You're not going to run in this game, you don't think so? I don't think so. I think he could he, get a giant run out of him at least once. He could. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say under because he's not gonna need to. And besides, he can just pass it to Rondell Moore, and it'll look like Kyler running because they're like the same height. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Oh, that's funny. All right, here we go. We have yet to see. We have yet to see a monster game from DeAndre Hopkins. Hmm. In this game, how many targets is DeAndre going to get in this game? Over or under nine? I'm going to say over. I mean, you got to also gonna... take account that they've spreading this thing around like even like even Steve. That is true. So, I mean, can he no get nine targets? Nine, not catches. We're talking just targets. Yeah, I'm going to say over. Okay. I think I think Hopkins will even end up with two TDs in this game. Hmm. Hopkins is going to show up and get two TDs plus over nine targets. I think so, too, because he's due for a really big breakout game. Um, yeah. Who will have more yards in this game, Debo Samuel or DeAndre Hopkins? I'll say Debo because they're going to rely on him heavily. But who's throwing to Debo? The man who's throwing the picks. So we just double Debo <laughs> and we'll be fine. You know what the sad thing about this is? Hmm. A catch can be a quick screen behind the line of scrimmage, and there's that <laughs> Debo take that sucker five fifteen down the field. Hey, we fixed that. We're not letting screens go. Yeah, anymore. we, we fixed that. Get up on us. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Okay. thank the Lord. <laughs> All 
man. Okay, here's the, the obvious. Will the Cardinals score 30-plus in this game over or under against the 49er defense? It's hard. It's a divisional game. It's hard, but I'll – I'm. We thought you, that last you hyped me up. You hyped me up, so I'm going to say over. Okay, I'm definitely going over in that one because I think this team is going to score 35-plus, you know, like the, like the, the uh, stats have been showing. Uh, yeah. Also, 400 yards. Are they going to go over 400 yards total offense in this game? Mm, yes. They're going to go so over. And not going to be a lot over, but they're going to be four something. Okay. And last but not least, will J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones combined sacks 1.5 over or under? Under. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it from really? him, so I'm, I know. It sucks because I want it to be way over, but I have not seen it, Man. so I can't say it. J.J. got to get in the sack column. He has he to. got to get at least I mean, between the two of them. They can't get two sacks. I know. Oh, man. I I, I, I kind of go with the over on that. I think those guys will get at least together. But I don't think Lance is going to sit there and take it. I think he's just going to run for the hills. I, yeah, I got, I got, I got to think that Lance is gonna run to a sack in this game. <laughs> that could happen too. That could happen too. <laughs> all right, man. That's another show, the Casual Sports Show. I appreciate all the guys coming in here on the comments to ch chime in. Appreciate you on the comments, uh, all the Bird Gang out there listening. We are going to be out, and we will catch you on the next show. And uh, Cardinals, let's go. Let's go. We hope we come back five and zero, oh, bro. Five and zero. Oh. Listen to the Casual Sports Show. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace out. See you.